Thoughts and Friends podcast, episode 79. We are recording Sunday night, June 19th, 2022. Wes, you watched some golf this weekend. I watched about 30 minutes of golf. I'm going to guess you watched more than that. I did watch more than that. Um, that's about the right amount for you. Um, before we get started, I want to say, Happy Father's Day to all the all the dads out there. Hold it down. Shout out to all the dads. Nice come on this on this. Well done. Excellent <laughs> swimming. You you did it. Nailed you got the first. target. Happy Father's Day. And as is every Father's Day, I actually spent a Father's Day at a U.S. Open. Father's Day always falls on U.S. Open Sunday. Uh, yes, I watched golf. Great story. What do you know about Matthew Fitzpatrick, our U.S. Open champion, Matthew Fitzpatrick? What do you know about him? Uh, well, they mentioned a bajillion times that he won the amateur at the same course. What does that mean? You uh, don't say. Yeah, they mentioned that a few times, even when I was watching. Uh, they brought up some guy's name who used to walk across the thing to do something. We're going to start there. Francis, Francis We Met is his name. Enough with this guy. I'm tired of hearing about it. You mentioned it every half hour. I don't I'm, care. Yeah, so the country, I got in late. I was like, I didn't know what they were talking about. The country about. club outside of Boston is one of the first. Um, it was like one of the, like the original six in hockey, like the OG, one of the original mm-hmm. courses. I knew that. USGA. And this guy, like, I don't even know the whole story. He bought a house like across the street from one of the par fives and, or a par fours, like number 12 or some shit, and would walk over walk across the course to the clubhouse and caddy or some shit. And they ended up winning like the U S open. He'd be like up until that point, like 1913, it was only British players that were like at the top of the game. And he beat like two of the best in the world at that time. He like at, at that, it was nice story. Cool. They mentioned that guy. I think it was just because his name was fun to say. And they mentioned him every half hour. It, it was it got really annoying. So that's the only connection is if they not played at this course in a long time or it's it's in the rotation. Um, it, no, it but not in a long fairly time. Fairly regularly, and then he had no connection to Fitzpatrick or anyone that was playing. No, no, it was just this course. He lived he lived across the street from the course and caddied at the course, and like was one of the first American players to win like a big tournament. Like to Maybe overtake was, the British players. An anniversary of some kind. Perhaps? No, it was just at, it was just at the course. They over they overdid it so much. I'm telling. It, it was just because his name was fun to say. Francis, I we met. Probably started watching when the final group is on like the 14th hole. They mentioned it three to four times in the last four holes. Yeah, I watched for four days, and you can imagine it was. It was tough. It was it was the first bullet point. I will we'll say that. Man, golf, it does get so rough because it's so long. The amount of times that you have to repeat the same storyline for these guys. And especially uh yeah, like Fitzpatrick. It's like we we don't have much to go off of because he hasn't had a lot of uh wins on tour. Definitely no major wins, obviously. So 
you know, what are we going to talk about? He won this when he was a little kid. That's about it. We're going to show his mom and his brother a million fucking times. You can talk about how they're all sleep, staying in some house or some shit. I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. To be fair, that. it was it was it was a cool story. It, it was a cool story. Something that should have been a talking point. When he was in 2013, he won the U.S. Amateur here, and that year, obviously, an amateur doesn't make any money playing golf. And he's like 17 at the time. He stayed with a host family. And this week he stayed with that same family, slept in the same bed at the course that he won the U S amateur at ends up winning this week. That's a, it's a cool story. It's, mm-hmm. it's a nice, nice, nice symmetry. It's very unlikely. It's, it's cool. Um, I think just the story of him as a golfer is better. I mean, a lot of people probably don't care, but like he was, to your point, he had this is his first PGA Tour win. He's won some on the European Tour. He's won a couple big events over there. I think he's won like five or six times over there, maybe a couple more, but zero on the PGA Tour. And until up until this season, he was a guy that like couldn't really compete. He was an excellent putter, but just like just lack distance off the tee. And when you come to big boy events, you come to the U.S. Open, you come to the P- other majors other important tournaments and courses on the PGA tour, you're just, you can't compete with the best in the game because the best in the game just hit it too far. If, but this like off season, he without like bulking up and going the Bryson route, he picked up a lot of speed. He's actually above average in swing speed on tour and picked up a lot of distance. So now up until this point, it was at these big events, which one of these big hitters is going to catch a hot putter and they'll go probably go on to win. You flip it and the really good putter can now also hit it far. So it kind of leveled the playing field and he's one of the few players that's able to do it. Um, before this season, he was, if I don't know if you PGA tour, like Kevin Kisner is like a short hitter, very good putter, but just like can't compete at longer courses. It's just the math equation just doesn't add up. He just doesn't hit it far enough. And a lot of other guys fall in that same boat, but it's a good story. He picked up a lot of distance and has been able to compete. So that's really cool. The symmetry with his previous amateur win is cool. So a good story. Oh, also a fun story. He went to Northwestern for college golf for like two months. And Northwestern was like, Hey, you got to go to school. We're like, we care. We're like one of the 10 schools that care. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be a professional golfer. I'm out of here. So he was, Going like, pro. he was there for like a quarter. So that's, I like that story. About, yeah. Also Fuck adult braces, North. adult braces. I don't know if you caught that, but you know, um, full, uh, full on uh, top it's, and it's bottom good. brackets. It's good for representation for those folks. You don't, they don't get yeah. to see it a lot with the Invisalign and stuff nowadays. You know, one of us, he's, yeah. he's, Outside of that, like golf is, unless you really care, it's mostly boring. Uh, It was a good story with him. First win, first major. That's cool. Um, How many times is Will Zalatoris going to finish in second place in one of these tournaments? um, So far, three. He's finished second at the Masters. He finished second in a playoff to Thomas in the last major of the PGA. Finished tied for second in this one. That probably feels bad. Seems like he needs to learn how to putt. The game plays. It's so weird. I've never seen... I've watched a lot of golf. I've followed it for 10 plus years now, probably. I've never seen a putter like him. From like mid-range, he's pretty good. From like 8 or 9 feet to like 25 feet, it's really nice. He rolls it really good. It gets inside of 7 or 8 feet, 
and it is a train wreck to end all train wrecks. He like to say a figure eight on the way back with his putter is cutting him, sh- is selling him short because he is a nightmare from like seven feet. It's bizarre. Like, like gets like Parkinson's on the way back. It's wild. I played a little putt putt this weekend, and I would say my short stroke and Will's looked pretty similar. Pretty similar. It can't get worse. He's impossible. But yeah, from like 15 feet, it's like, oh, that would look pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, he puts that together. He's he's up there. He's you know one of the best guys on tour. Yeah, he's like 140 pounds soaking wet, but hits it hits it a mile. One of the yeah best drivers, best iron players on tour already. That dude. I, whenever I watch him drive, he bends like a rubber band and fucking smokes that thing. Oh yeah, torque the the oh, yeah. contortion, the release of that coil, and that's the thing, guys. Like I'm using like Kevin Kisner or like the biggest story. The biggest one ever was Luke Donald when he was number one in the world. He didn't hit it very far, and he tried to chase distance, get bigger, put on weight, and try to hit it farther, and like ruined his career. So. There's just guys that can't do what Will Zalatoris does off the tee. You just – it can't be really taught. But Fitzpatrick's learned how to do that. He's gaining speed. He's being able to compete off the tee. And the rest of his game is as good as anyone. So maybe maybe a little a little coming out party for, for Matty Fitz. Cool yeah, story. I mean, you wouldn't think – so like the part of his game – that he didn't have is not something that will like come and go, you know, like if he can hit it that far, he can hit it that far in theory, unless I'm stupid. Yeah, it's Whereas just, like putting, chipping, that's like right. shooting in basketball. It's like maybe some, that's, that's just the thing. Come and go. Exactly. You if just, I can hit it far, I can hit it far. Right. That's the, exactly the thing at these big tournaments, these bombers. Yeah. It's, it's like saying like defense travels, like you're the driver travels. You're going to be able to hit it 320 off the tee. Do I catch a hot putter this week? We'll see. That though, that's who wins. But it's yeah. In theory, gaining thirty yards off the tee just doesn't happen week to week. But he's over an off season has been able to add that to his game, which is huge. Like I said, with Luke Donald and a lot of other players, it just doesn't work. It just you can't do it. Um, but he's figuring out how to do it. He's being able to control it and hasn't lost the rest of his game. So outside of that, golf pretty boring. I will say back to back majors with of drama down the stretch which is really cool we had a couple that kind of sucked and now we've had two back-to-back that have been really entertaining so i mean we would be having like what kind of discussions would we be having had scheffler pulled this out that would have been like three majors in a row right no he didn't win the pga thomas won the pga he won the masters so that would be two and then so we would have Want, but he won the one before the Masters too, right? Or am I wrong about that? No, that was the first one this year. He was he won the tournament before, or he won the this, this would have been his fifth win of the season. He won maybe that he won the two tournaments before the Masters. He won three tournaments in a row. That would have been his fifth, and then second major. Yeah, I mean, but he, but I mean, yeah, he's he's on the fast track. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, being an all. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to the game plays. Game plays everywhere. Um other than that, not a lot of talking much. Rory backdoor. Man, nah, not really backdoor, because he was in it all week, but just another like P4. Dude's uh, getting played. I wish I wish he would win. That'd be a lot of fun. Golf. Golf. Yeah. 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 
2014. He won the PGA in 2014. Yeah, he, he won the PGA in 14 for his fourth major, and now hasn't won one in eight years. Yeah, so he was like. In his I mean, he had like four kind of a kind of a stretch of not great play, right? And now he's sort of out of that. Or am I wrong about that? I feel like there was a stretch. Maybe it's just as the number one player in the world. I would say not for. I would say sure. He's had stretches, yeah. Um, he, there's another guy. He admitted, like when Bryson won the U.S. Open, and he was hitting the ball like 350. He admitted to chasing distance and kind of losing his swing. So he went for a while. Uh, he was a little, little on the outs for a bit, but that was more recent rather than like post 2014. He was just kind of steady, but just didn't perform well in majors. So he's performing well, just hasn't got over the hump. I got news for you: golf's really hard. And that's why all these guys are going to the Live Tour. We've got a lot of names being rumored to go to the Live Tour, like big names, like Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Victor Hovland. I think this next week we're going to learn the Live Tour is a problem for the PGA Tour. They're going to have to change something. I think the days are gone of playing golf every single week of the year. Like these guys on the live tour, like Dustin Johnson's like, I have to play 12 weeks and then every other week I can do whatever I want. I could play the majors. Like having a, having a schedule like 25 weeks of golf is just not going to cut it. I don't think, which is unfortunate for a lot of these events where lesser golfers make a lot of money and get their tour card, but it is what it is. Yeah. This next week will be um, big for announcements of people. I think there's going to be a lot of big names hmm. announced to go into the Live Tour. Like young, prominent names, which is surprising. Money talks, man. It's a fucking job. They're, if I can quadruple my money and work less, I'm listening. I'd do anything for $200 million. Literally anything. Literally anything. I mean, anything. The, um, I would to, do for two hundred million dollars. To think that I would be like, oh, I don't like where it's coming from, and say no to two hundred million. Get out of here with that! Are you joking? The checks fucking clear, folks. If we dig and look, get off enough, your high it's horse. All bad money. You said it. You you said every owner a, of every powerful sports team. You look dig long enough. They did something fucked up. It's find inevitable. me, find me a billionaire that doesn't have a skeleton or two in their closet. That's that's as clean as a whistle. There's levels to it for sure. And the Saudi fellas are you know on the on an end of that spectrum for sure. Yeah. Who I mean, guys. Who am I? Who am I? Not to... taking this money is not gonna stop gonna Saudi still, Arabia from being bad. Those yeah, fucking sheiks. They're going to do their thing whether I accept this money from them or I don't. So I'm going to go ahead and get paid. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, so that's why I'm not stunned that these players are going. There's and to, so many people are talk, like these media people try to like make it this get really get so deep on this topic. It's like, oh, but what about their legacy? What about their legacy in the game of golf? Who gives a shit? No, like there's yeah. there's like there's like three or four guys like Rory, Jordan Spieth, like Tiger, like Justin Thomas, John Rahm to where money is like, we're good. We got 
and all the endorsements we want. We're going to win a time or two a year on the PGA Tour. We're millionaires. We're taken care of. And then everybody else is like, 25 years from now, you're nobody. You you mean mm-hmm. nothing to the game. So just like, what are we talking about? This legacy stuff. It's just like, it's like this talking point for these like high, these like white night media people. It's so stupid. It's like take yeah, the money. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think they're all very pro PGA. The PGA yeah. pays their salary, so it's why they it's why PGA, they have a job. So you got to see through it, and then like I don't knock them necessarily for shitting. Sure, they got to do it because it's bad. For them. But like in actuality, you probably just cover both. They like, can't because they have a contract. Because the reporters? But I, I just no no no. I'm saying I was just these live tour guys. They've signed a contract to get paid this much, and they're contracted to play at all these tournaments. And they're also contracted to say certain things. So but I wish they could just say, like, yeah, I just got a giant bag to play here. But they, they're they saying, that's that's the reality. But they're saying, oh, no, we're growing the game. We're, they have to, like, put on this act, which I is unfortunate. But we all You're know. Not. You're not. We all know. You're probably hurting know. the game, if we're being totally honest. But You're significantly hurting the game. And I wish they would just say that, but they can't because they're under contract now. So it is what it is, but I don't blame them. I don't know what's going to happen with the PGA Tour. I guess they got to start paying their best guys more money. I don't know. This feels like this live thing is going to flame out in spectacular fashion in like three years. Yeah, if you would have said like six or six months or a year, I don't think, but maybe it... They've got unlimited money. Like they're not. Yeah, like they have the money. backing. But if nobody's watching, they're not going to make any money. You know what I mean? Like they don't. I don't think they, they care. So then, what's the gain? You know what I mean? Like they're doing it's, it to make money. No, they're not. They're doing it to distract from geopolitical goings on. They're calling it sport washing. Like it's a distraction to like disguise themselves as like a normal country that has like normal things and but like behind closed doors they're doing terrible things people are calling it sport washing like is anyone does anyone gonna think that way is anyone gonna be like oh they're good they actually started a golf league i don't know they they hosted those there's always a saudi swing there's a two or three event month yeah they already play golf Um, in saudi arabia on the pga tour so yeah they they host they host over there. Yeah, right. When it benefits them, they're fine with it. They don't give a shit. It's so fucking hypocritical. Um, yeah, but they're, they'll, they host events, and I think they host... I don't know if they've had a UFC event or a WWE's been over there. WWE like, goes over there like for a scheduled pay-per-view every year, and that it's right. kind of the same thing. They always shit on them and say it's kind of fucked up that they do that. But Yeah, but they're going to take the money, 100%. Yeah, and the other thing is like, with the WWE thing, it's the pay-per-view always fucking sucks because none of the guys want to go over there and do it. And then it's on at like 12 p.m. in the afternoon because it's Saudi yeah, yeah. time. So, But the WWE so it's, it's like of money. Yeah, but it's like a very egregious cash grab. They're like, we're going to do this really totally. shitty product that nobody will enjoy. Totally. Yeah. So, And they get a bunch of money for it. And then the Saudis are going to be like, look. We have we have events. We have normal everyday life. We have normal social events. Look at us. We're just a normal country. Don't mind anything else we're doing. We're just we have a golf tour. Look at this. We host yeah. the UFC. Like that's the that's the game. They don't they have unlimited money, but they're just trying to like be just 
blend in with the crowd. I'd, I I don't know a person that'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes, I think they're just like a normal, like, obviously you just see through it. You're still terrible, but I don't know. I don't know what their their game is or why they would, I don't know. Anyway. We buried the lead. The NBA finals are over. That's yes. kind of weird. We talked about golf for 20 minutes, but whatever. Uh, go, fucking, go fucking rips. Yeah, dude, it's sick. Matt Fitzpatrick gets the needle me. moving. Yeah, to me, it this rips our to podcast. me. Yeah, I do this for me. I don't give so. a fuck about the listeners. I do Skip it for ahead. Myself. Skip ahead. Time codes. If you didn't want the golf, the basketball <laughs> talk is right now. Steph Curry, yeah. greatest player of all time. MVP. People are asking. People are asking. Is he the best player in the NBA currently? Is he the best player of all time? The answer is no to both those, no those to both questions, of those but uh, he's certainly moved up the board on the all-time rankings and cemented himself that we were probably greatly disrespecting him going into these playoffs. Yeah, probably. Um, before we get into a couple of like legacy things or team things, any like actual in-game stuff or things from game six or anything you want to talk about? The biggest thing is how bad Tatum was this whole series. It was night and day from like Milwaukee and Brooklyn to this. I mean, it's almost certain it's gonna they're gonna say he was injured. Hopefully he actually was injured because fuck dude, he looked like he wanted no parts of anything this whole series, really. Like Jalen Brown was the guy whenever we needed buckets and like we needed someone to get everyone going like he was their guy in that regard it was so strange to see tatum who was so competitive and so focused and locked in against milwaukee and against brooklyn and against miami it was strange he had some bad games against miami too yeah he did he did um yeah i mean he was was he really met with so milwaukee and um and brooklyn I guess who would have? I don't know. I was thought PJ. No, he's on uh, the Heat now. They didn't really have anyone to cover him. You know, like yeah, when he met, I mean, when he was Drew met Holiday with, guarded him some, but just there's the just height inherent. Kind of yeah, there's just inherent problems with that. An advantage, yeah. I mean, they don't really have like Drew Holiday's their lockdown guy, and he's you know six I, foot three. So Tatum being six eight, six nine, it's a little different matchup. Whereas when you got a PJ Tucker, when you got, I mean, Andrew Wiggins, just a nightmare matchup for any wing in the NBA. Like, someone posed this yeah. question on Twitter. And at first I was like, eh, like, is Andrew Wiggins the best wing defender in the league? Probably not, but he's top three, top four. Like when he is playing like this, I don't know that there's a better matchup with his length athleticism. Like who's in the conversation? Specifically, like Kawhi, like, healthy Kawhi was a healthy Kawhi. nightmare. Paul George I don't also. think he's that guy anymore. Um, no, probably not. Even like the last few Clippers years, like he's still a good defender, but he's not like what he was in San Antonio. No. Um, Honestly, Tatum, like what he showed against Durant, Tatum was, against Durant was great. was great. Jimmy Butler is always in that discussion. He's one of the best. Like Drew, even Drew Holiday, like I was he's say, not a wing, probably like but, a guard. Yeah, he's a guard defender. Like even Marcus Smart a little bit gives a lot of wings problems. Although defensive player of the year. I don't know. He's not the best we defensive know. player on his team, guys. We he's know. Probably not know. the second best defensive he's player the, on his team. I I don't think he's the th- the third best. I think Robert Williams and Tatum and Jalen Brown are all a more valuable defender than Marcus Smart. 
Oh, Jalen Brown off ball sometimes does some stuff that it's, you would think he's 19 years old. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just get backdoor cut. They'll throw it. He'll make the layup and he won't even move. It's nice. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's gotten nice. a lot better at that. Um, but man, like two years ago, people on Celtics Twitter, I would see clips and be like, is he, is he blind? Is, oh, he's drunk out here. That's good. He just, just doesn't know the game started. Yeah. Um, bigger picture type stuff. I, I include this in the, the Warriors dynasty run. I, I view it as one, one thing. Do you as well? I saw people talking like this is a separate thing. I, I don't think that's no. I don't. How, think how so can that be the case? The same core, case? same coach. Bill Simmons. Uh, did you listen to his podcast following the last game uh, of this? I click on snippets on uh, YouTube sometimes. I did yeah. not listen to the full like Spotify episode. No. Uh, what do you say? It's always great when it's him and House. You know, neither. Oh, you doing? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of like grit talk and like he does like superstar stuff talk and not a lot of like uh, tangible anything talk. Joe. Joe House. That guy's full. That's shit. great. You just get so successful. You're just like, I'm just gonna talk with my buddy. He's not never played Honestly, in the NBA. That, that's great. Just, yeah, that's great. Just my just my friend. Um. He's full of shit. But what did they say? Simmons was like, "This war seems not a dynasty," and House is like, "What, what the fuck, fuck are you, are you talking, talking about?" about? <laughs> and when he shot back on him, he's just like, "It's just not." And he would not give any tangible, but he just dug into. It. He's like, "No, that's one of my that's dynasty. one of my biggest pet peeves." When someone says something and they say, "Just because it is," it's he's like, like "Just it's that's not. not a reason." Like, it's just it was like, "Well, they in the middle they were they were bad and had the number two pick." All their players were hurt. It wasn't like the team got bad. The, the The players were hurt. And then he was like, the Spurs were not a dynasty because it was over such a long period of time. So basically... That's a dynasty. He, basically, the Celtics with Bill Russell and Michael Jordan and the Cavs were the only dynasty, or Michael Jordan and the Bulls were the only dynasties in the history of the NBA, basically, by his logic. Because he's like, I don't know that the Lakers in the 80s were really a dynasty. I don't know that the Celtics in the 80s were really a dynasty. Like, the Celtics won only one... No, I guess they won three, so I, I don't know. I think, I think you could argue three that titles like three, in a short period of time is a dynasty. I think you could argue that four, it's not. But like four, four is, in seven years is absolutely a dynasty. Would you call the Lakers three-peat in the early 2000s? That's, is that a dynasty? Yeah, I, mean, that's, I, I would say. I mean, yeah, if you three-peat, yeah. That's like, is it? I guess you get into the they, definition They made of another like appearance how, in 04. Uh, like, yeah, like. What do we? T- I mean, yeah. That's if a, you win three you titles in a in a seven eight year period, you're a dynasty. Mm. I think that's I, th- I think that's generous. I would say in a shorter time, like a. Well, I guess if you do it, and in those other years, it's not like another team won like the other four. If that makes sense, like mm. in seven years, only two teams won, and you won three, and like the other team won four or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. I also, for this Warriors team to go to, they lost two to go to six in eight years and win four of them. Like, what a that's every year they're healthy. Some, they've gone to the finals. That's some of the most egregious takes. I mean, is he just? I think he does an okay job of not getting too banana shape, like anti Celtics. Like when the Celtics lose, like he's still fairly reasonable. Was that what he was like? No, because I mean, he was very like very. Celtics were bad. Warriors were good. Yeah, he usually is too. Like I don't. I'm trying to and figure out right. why. I just. I think he. I don't know. I, I. Well, I think as soon as House like pushed back on him, he's like, ah, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm never gonna say that I'm wrong. That's another thing. He will. He never admits he's wrong about anything. 
which is part of the reason he's probably as successful as he is. Um, Maybe. It seems like all these guys that like Portnoy, these big media guys, like they all have that gene where they just, just dig think in. they're absolutely right about everything and we'll just say yeah. fuck you till their grave. But yeah. He's probably wrong about that. But uh, he's yeah, absolutely wrong about Warriors that. are the team of the team of the the twenty tens and on, without yeah. a doubt. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Steph should I'm have two finals him. MVPs. He has one. Uh, oh, yeah. So basically, from this series alone, Tatum is the big thing to me. I think let's talk him first. I like do after this series. I don't know if I think he's a number one on a championship team. I think he still is probably because we have to remember that he's 24 years old. If you look at every all-time great ever, like nobody wins before they're 27. Jordan won when he was 28. LeBron won when he was 27. Durant won when he was 28. Curry won when he was 27. Like Magic Johnson. like Tons Tons of greats. Get there and lose. All, Tons of all of get there them, and lose. Like twenty in modern basketball, like Shaq was twenty eight or twenty nine when he won his first. It's if you're the number one guy, like you're just not doing it before like twenty six. Yeah, like it's almost yeah, you're like required to get there and lose. Like you have to take. How old was Giannis? You, Giannis was like twenty six or seven. Right? Twenty six. So that kind of you know shows but, how impressive that was too last year. Um. Yeah, it's really tough. I, I think he's still, still the guy. Think so? You think he could be a number one player on a championship team? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. I think that I would think be a little so overreactionary. He did not play well. I am concerned about the turnovers, the ball handling, and the passing. It's just like just brain dead stuff. Somebody, it's just really odd. It seems correctable. It seems like mental stuff. He just the handle is a little loose sometimes. It seems like against smaller guys that I can get up, like kind of get up underneath him and just kind of took the ball from him a few times. But I think a lot of like mental, like pressing ahead and transition and throwing the ball away. He, he did a lot throwing it away in the half court. I think it's a lot, a lot of correctable stuff. Um, and ran into a nightmare, a point guard. They need nightmare a point matchup guard. against Wiggins. That was tough. I think he's become very, he needs, He's become very scoutable, very guardable. He loves going left, loves stepping back to the left, loves dribbling left and shooting. Um, he it seems like he does it like eighty five percent of the time. He just seems predictable Shoots sometimes a lot on offense. Of very difficult shots, contested like fall away to the left jump shots. His elite shot making ability, as it is with all these guys, is like a gift and a curse at times because you don't think you have to work as hard to create space. You're just like, fuck it, I'm hitting anything on anybody. And then when the shots aren't falling, it looks kind of rough. And this year, he kind of took that step, and that's what he what caused him to go from like a 20 point a game to a 20 like seven point a game guys that he is able to finish and get to the basket more which he was not very good at his first few years now he kind of gets to the basket finishes through contact a little better even though still that's not always his strong suit um yeah yeah um staying with the celtics jalen brown he's like a top 25 guy top 30 guy where where does he i would say so somewhere in there 
Is there I have a lot another, of the same qualms with him that I have? Is there another Tatum. guy in that like top twenty-five or thirty that has a bigger range of outcomes than mm-hmm. Jalen Brown? It's Man, so bad Jalen Brown is He's so been, bad. Bad Jalen Brown is like. But then like, we have so many games to point wheel. to. Like in this game, he was great in this closeout game. He was the only guy that really showed up on offense for the Celtics. I know Robert Robert Williams was great all series, even though he was hurt. Um, but offensively, he's the only guy that showed up. He had that crazy forty point game last series. Like when yeah. he's good, he's arguably their best player sometimes. And when he's bad, it's like it's can't be on the court. Unbelievable! Bad. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really bizarre. I don't think I there's think another part like, of the floor and ceiling is. I don't think that the offensive scheme for this team did any of these guys any favors because boy, is it a lot of like. Give it to him at the top of the key. All five defenders can keep their eyes on you. There's really nothing ever going on behind me or beside me. I can just focus on this one action. We can roam around in the paint, and you're just going to yeah. kind of play right into our hand. And when those post game one, when they after they shot like seventy percent from three, guys like Derek White and Grant Williams, I said it on the last pod that it, they just like they just played five out and it was just drive and kick to drive and kick. No one had any confidence to shoot. Everyone just kept pump no. fake, drive, kick, drive, kick. And they just, there was no threat in the paint and they were just giving you take your contested two. If you want, we'll close out on the shooters and you guys aren't making anything. It was, I, yeah, the scheme was not great. Um, you're relying very much on those contested Tatum shots, those Jalen Brown ISOs Live by it and die by it. It's really ugly mm-hmm. when you die when you die by it, though. Yeah, not great. Um, if Chris Middleton's healthy, do you assume that the Bucks are in the finals instead of the Celtics? Hundred percent. And do you assume the Warriors still win if the Bucks are in the finals? Steph's no longer the best player in the series, and I think Drew Holiday on Steph would be a lot of fun. I think the Bucks would beat them. I do too. I think, I think they're the best team in the league. I think they're the best team in the league if they're all healthy. Um, they took, although they got steamrolled in Game Seven, they took the Celtics to seven with zero minutes of Middleton without home court. They did that on the, I mean, which was their own fault. But I think they're a better team than the Celtics. I think oh, I would love to see that series, man. That would be so fun. Hopefully we do at some point. Um, yeah. Hopefully we do at some point. Because then you, then you, I don't know what you do. Probably throw Wiggins on Giannis. I don't know. Or you probably on. I don't know what you do. Draymond on Giannis. Like that's just a nightmare. A lot of fun options. That's a lot of chess moves to be made. He's a good player. I've heard he's a he's a matchup nightmare. Still, so Steph Curry though. I think we're burying the lead here. Like Steph Curry, this is his defining moment of his career like cements him as one of the all-time greats i think firmly puts him in the top 10 all time firmly you think so i i think so i would say so i I made a rough sketch i rankings i agree with you i think he is on the the back end of that um i don't i don't think everyone would agree with you i uh, there's a range there's a top end of a range that i think He's closer to five than he is to ten, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, maybe you have him closer to that middle range than ten. Uh, I mean, I think there's – I want to say I know – There's only know. four There's only four people that I think I can't make an argument he's better than 
but um, I absolutely I, cannot make an argument. I know, I know for a fact you don't have him above Steph Curry, but all due respect, rest in peace. If you have Kobe over Steph Curry, you're insane. Hmm. I think I don't. Th- the, I don't think you're insane. I think that's. I that's think aggressive. Insane is aggressive. I think that there's a very, very strong argument that Steph Curry sure. has a better resume than Kobe. Sure. The Kobe efficiency one, and one the more shot, title. Just, yeah. One more title. Yeah. He has one more finals Other. MVP. Steph has one more regular season MVP. All NBA's all star games. I would imagine they just have both made it like every year. So I don't really care about that. Yeah. Don't um, care. Don't care. Kobe, much better defensive player. One of the best better. wing defenders of all time. Curry's a negative to a to a neutral defender. Yeah, earlier early in his career he was quite bad and now he's kind of like whatever. Um yeah, insane is uh is aggressive, but I I think like firmly have also, Steph you, ahead of him. If you wanted to tell me Steph Curry's the best offensive player to ever play basketball, I wouldn't say you're crazy for saying I'll, that. I'll hear you. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say you're crazy for saying that. One the of the toughest players to guard, one of the three. toughest matchups. Uh, he's so unique that he's very hard to compare. There's no other Steph Curry point of reference at all, which to me gets him a couple notches. Let's hear it. Go for it. Go ahead. Who are, the four, who are the My four guys, guys I that I think? I think LeBron, Magic, Kareem, LeBron, MJ. I don't MJ, think you can yeah, argue yeah. he's better than any of those four players. I think a lot of people would also have Larry Bird in, in, the, in that group as well. I think there's a case you could say he's better than Bird. Um, I think the two KD titles hurts him against Bird because Bird was the number one guy, and he, he had, won. He, had, he also has four, three. right? No, oh, he, only he has three. three. So he only has Magic, three. So that's Magic has five. Magic Bird has, has five. Three. Bird has three. Bird beat Magic twice, I think. No, only once. Um. I don't know how many regular season MVPs Bird has. I want to say like two or three. Let's see. I believe he has maybe three regular season MVPs. So Steph has okay. two. Let's see here. Three-time NBA champ, two-time finals MVP, three-time NBA MVP. So that puts him ahead a little bit. Um, Bird would be fifth for me, I would say. Yeah, I think. I think the other thing that's I, like, I don't I, have all the players like in front of me either. I also oh, I have Tim Duncan fifth right now, which Duncan, I think yeah. I, I think I'm higher on Tim Duncan than most people are. Like most lists I see, Tim Duncan seems like he's too low to me. He's five people titles. People that have people last, that have Kobe ahead of him. Now that's insane. I agree. Uh, again, insane because like. I don't know. He's one of the best defensive players. His offensive yeah, numbers say- are not gaudy, but incredibly efficient i think his offense is what would turn people off but if man if we're doing a draft of all players of all time and i'm like we need to win the championship this year prime tim duncan is coming off the board very very quickly for me very quickly yeah I think one of the unless you're, unless you're maybe like the best interior defender in the history of the NBA. I, I was think say, unless you how many that. did he win uh, any defensive player of the years? How many of this, those uh, of you have? people that doesn't that doesn't carry from generation to generation. I feel like 
there's guys like Matumbo or like these players that are only known for defense. Maybe they have a reputation built on defense, but like even like Kobe or Tim Duncan, these players. Yeah, zero defense player of the year is 15 times all defense. Big offensive games. It gets forgotten how good they are in defense. And people yeah. forget that he was like one of the best interior defenders of all time. And the other thing that kind of hurts Duncan is that he played so long that like by the end of his career, his like per game stats for his career don't look like his per game is like 19 and 10. But yeah. you got to think there's like four years there at the end where, and even then, like in 2013, he's averaging 18 points a game and like nine and 10 rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I agree. At his he's, best, he's like 26, 13, four assists, three blocks and a steal. Like, Unbelievable yeah, he would, shit. He would, he would be six for me. He would be behind Bird, but I I I don't blame you. Is Bird six for you? Uh, so right now I had Curry sixth and I had Bird seventh. I'd probably put Bird ahead I'm of Curry. I think I'm fine with it, but then I had Shaq eighth. Agree. Shaq and Curry have like a weird parallel comparison they're like, the same, they're, like, they're like the same player but like totally the opposite player they're like specialists in a way like they have sort of glaring weaknesses and like huge deficiencies to their game but the one thing they're so good at is so goddamn unstoppable and unstoppable. like there's no game plan for it there's no matchup for it you are just at the will of whether he wants to kill you or not like it's not up to you basically yeah they both yeah. have that kind of in common um now is where it gets really muddy, I think. Like, here's the other thing. I almost like don't even like putting Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain on these lists because I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah, I've what never to seen him play that. a second of basketball. I don't know what to do with that. Like, eleven championships is wild for Bill Russell. They also had eight that teams. Count. That doesn't, they had eight it, teams. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. The dominance. He was the best player of that era. I I think I would always put him over Wilt Chamberlain. Um. He's the best player of that era. And what I have watched, he does look like he doesn't even belong out there. He's so much he's better like, than everybody. Yeah. He's like a which, college which kid playing against like middle something. schoolers. Like, I mean, he's like Babe Ruth. It's like in Babe Ruth in baseball. It's like, where do we put Babe Ruth? I don't know. Like, he was obviously incredibly, incredibly dominant. So playing against the fucking accountants. If you want to put Bill Russell fifth, like, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Like Resume-wise, I mean, what do you, I what have do, you him, do? I have him 10th. I have Shaq 8. I have Kobe 9. I have Russell 10. I have Durant 11. Hakeem 12. Wilt 13. Um, hmm. Moses Malone 15 or 14. Oscar Robertson 15. Um, who's I gonna say? Uh, where does how, how many players do you have ranked? You have like a big, I, I have a big list somewhere, but this is. When do you start considering? Think. When do you start considering Giannis? Does he make the top twenty, top twenty-five? Uh, yeah, he might be ahead of some of these guys. Actually, I kind of forgot about him. He's won championship, back-to-back MVPs, MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's right around fifteen, probably. You could put him over. Another he's championship not, would do him a lot he, of favors. Yeah, I mean, fourteen would be the absolute highest. Oscar Robertson, I guess. Like, Will, n- no. Hakeem, no. KD, no. Russell, no. None of those guys ahead of him. You could put him in there. Moses yeah. Malone, what did he do? He won one title, like three MVPs, I think. So, him and Moses Malone have pretty similar 
let's see here 13 time all-star three time mvp so yeah i would probably have him like 16th or 17th i guess yeah um was probably a little disrespectful to kobe in the past 10 minutes but i just i just i'd like to see past the gaudy offensive numbers and just look at how many shots he was taking i just don't he was he was inefficient second best player on the first three for sure and then they didn't really do anything until he added pau gasol and then obviously but to expect him to just win i mean to say that the teams he was on in between, they should have done anything is like the fact that he even made the playoffs with those teams. He was playing on some piss poor teams in between. Yeah. Some smush Parker led. Yeah, no one no one does it by themselves. Yeah. Like you need help. No one no one's ever won a title without a second all star, I don't think. I mean, that I can think of. Dirk? Jason yeah. Kidd? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where's Dirk? A, he's, he's probably coming up too somewhere. That was Tim a Garnett. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? LeBron, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Uh, yeah, that was that was tough good. One. You, you got good. no. There's no defense in the Le- LeBron argument. There's just no. That's the trump card. There's no defense for the Maverick series. I, I'm a bit as big a LeBron fan as there is in the world. That's the difference between him and Jordan. For me, that's the difference. Jordan's one, he's two. That's like what I would point to. Yeah, there's just no coming back from that. There is no fucking shot Michael Jordan is losing to that Dallas Mavericks team ever. Nope. Never. He's probably guarding Dirk. He's like, fuck this. I'll kill not you, doing, Dirk. Not doing this. But yeah. what can you do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'd just like to apologize to Kobe, but I just think you're very inefficient. And I'm, I, he's playing the style. That was, that was the game. We give it to our best player. He shoots 37 times from 18 feet, contested as fuck. And that's how we play. He was, he was, he was pretty sick at it too. Fuck yeah, he was. Oh, he was just, he scored 81 points in the game. People forget that. Yeah, like totally legit. Just made all the shots. (laughs) It was awesome. He scored just like, just as dead as can be scored like what 63 or some shit in his last game just shot like 50 times it was awesome so good it was so, so good. awesome yeah if you ever need if, if you're ever like kobe wasn't even that good just look up like 2006 kobe Bryant highlights he scored like 35 a game that year for the whole season just look up his highlights from that year and be like oh yeah no he, he could, was he's pretty he could good. put it he could put it in the hoop he's pretty good and then he had like like later in the 09 or 10 when they won the titles, he like changed his game and like had more of a post up game and footwork was fucking crazy. Such good footwork in the yeah. post. Yeah, good player. Good player. Unbelievable player. Yeah, I, I think Curry's I think he's somewhere between five and ten. Somewhere in that range. Agree. Or where Agree. you slot him in. I think you could argue Duncan, Bird, Shaq, Kobe, Russell. Yeah, I think his resume now. After that, I don't. Four. What do you think of a KD? Could you argue KD is better than Steph? Because um, you have to. You have to. That's no. the thing with these things. It's like quality of player plus resume. It has to be both. How much you weigh it. the two, or he came in and pretty much just cucked his team away from him and was the fun, was the best player on the team. Clearly. That was like 
I guess technically both of their prime. He was a, Curry's a little older, but that's tough. But he won two without him. Like this is you can't. I don't think you can argue it. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, four, Curry, four Curry with and this like, one and his finals. I think you can now. just argue like KD needed Steph to win a title. Steph doesn't need KD to win a title. Like yeah, that's kind clearly, of the, that's clearly clearly right there. His fourth makes it very interesting with those, with Duncan, with Shaq, with Bird, with Kobe. He's firmly in that conversation now from like five to like nine. Yeah, totally agree. Really good. Happy for totally. Andrew Wiggins. Um, not happy for Draymond Green. Um, <laughs> ooh, you, we were texting about this. How about Steve Kerr? Dude just stays winning championships like every year. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I saw some some rumblings. He yeah, he has eight Is championships. He going to the live tour? Oh, sorry, wrong. Uh, maybe um, long sport. So Kenny Atkinson, who was basically all but confirmed to be the next Hornets coach, oh, yeah, who he was said no. Warriors assistant. The 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 tinfoil hat is Steve Kerr right off into the sunset. No Kenny way. Atkinson. I don't. Th- I think that's just like literally people online like assuming that. I don't think there's any sources that back. Why that would up. he not take that job? I saw he like said. Yeah, said I mean, no it's thanks. Weird. Maybe, maybe Lamelo's bad vibes. I don't know. Maybe the Hornets Jeez. are just not good vibes. I gotta think Michael Jordan being your boss is not great. Doesn't so? seem like he's a super hands-off guy. Think he, think he do his thing. Think he ramrods a lot. He's like, just do the Michael Jordan shit. Just like win all the games. I don't it's understand. Like, have you guys maybe thought about just wanting it more? Just like nut the fuck up and like just beat like, him. Just like make shots. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Just I don't like understand it. Just go take it from him. That's my dad's. When I'm watching soccer with my dad, she's like, "Why don't they just go take it from him?" Just take it from him. What the just, fuck? just be better. What are you doing? Um, anything else on the Steve finals? Kerr is a great coach. Is yeah. Steve Kerr one of the luckiest people in the history of professional oh, sports? Sure, sure, yeah. Like yeah, he's, he's great. He's, he's been in the right place at the right time for like twenty straight years. <laughs> twenty five. Michael Jordan, more. Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen, Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich, <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Like, <laughs> pretty good. It's yeah. a star-driven league. The dude knows how to get yeah, in those can, stars' orbits, and he can find a do star. his do his fucking role. No question. But <sighs> but I will say, Draymond is a psychopath. Clay Thompson's a weird enigma. Yeah. Steph Curry's a, is a superstar. Add yeah. Kevin Durant to that. The way he manages manages the I mean, the shit is top notch. What can you say? He's a like, winner. Steph Curry completely changed the way basketball is played. And like Steve Kerr is the reason the Warriors play this way. Steve Kerr basically invented a new way of playing basketball. Like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, like he had the balls to say, "No, we're going to shoot forty threes a game, and it's going to work." More and that's how more. we're going to do it. And then you see they're playing the Celtics, and that was their whole thing. We're going to guard you. We're going to shoot a million threes. Hopefully, it works out. Didn't work out. Yeah, because yeah. we do it a little bit better. Okay. Um, off season talk. I was going to say, yeah. I was. Who's going to like? Who's the Sacramento Kings candidate? Who's going to give Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole max contracts and completely fuck up their next like five years? Is Wiggins due for? Is he a free agent? Uh, I think he has one more year. Okay. Is Poole due for money? Uh, He might also have one more year. Hopefully for some 
sad sack franchise, this series of Jordan Poole, like, oh, you can't just do it all the time. Like, you have major, major warts to your game. The good is good, though. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a great piece. Dude, so many fucking mid-basketball players get crazy money. When you juxtapose basketball salaries to like football salaries and like the quality of player it is mind-blowing yeah mind-blowing yeah i remember whatever that season was there was one season where it's like the the tv money went up crazy and the free agency was like we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're just giving evan turner got like 75 million dollars we're like what are we fucking what's happening (laughs) timothy mozgov 19 mil per Welcome yeah. to the squad. Lowell Day yeah. coming off a knee injury at like 33. We're like, I don't know, $40 million? I don't know. Whatever. We're I don't know. Burning a hole in our pocket. Uh, so I can't remember who it was, but there was like an all – oh, maybe it was Aaron Donald. He restructured his deal and it yeah. put up like his career earnings and someone posted like um, – What's the guy, the shooter from uh, Buddy Heald's career? It's like the same as Aaron Donald. Buddy Heald and Aaron Donald are some – it was – disgusting fewer basketball players baby more money to go around my god is there ever oh god but yeah someone's people do dumb shit i was is the draft like in a 10 days or some shit it can't yeah it's coming up it's coming Uh, up doesn't sleep and then we'll have free agency like a week after that uh the nba is the fucking best june 23rd is the draft like this this thursday this week yeah Uh, we gotta talk draft yeah, we got it. Well, you got to watch the Adam Sandler movie and then talk some draft. I'm okay. I'm we'll do that. Grinding some fucking scouting reports on these guys. I'm picking who I like. I'm picking who I don't. For all you sickos, we'll do a quick turnaround. We'll try to put it out on like Tuesday or something because the draft will be yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll watch that Adam Sandler movie. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard it's kind of cookie cutter and but enjoyable. Kind of what I want. Yeah, totally. Not expecting some good no, no, funny no, no, cameos. I, good stuff. Um. Yeah, we'll do a draft preview. I got some takes. I think I have some takes. You got some guys you like and some guys you don't? Eh, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't I don't I honestly don't know what I would do if I was the magic with the number one pick. Oh man, I've flip flopped a lot. I flip flopped a lot on what I would do. I've like snap call when they got the first pick, it was Jabari. But like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of buying into Chet. I'm kind of, yeah, me Chet. too. I'm in the same boat. I think I've seen you got a Jabari yeah. ceiling. I've seen guys that that are that. You need what to Chet hit the, ceiling could be hit the lottery. What Chet ceiling could be? I there's not a there's not a comp. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You can't. I. I they have the Orlando Magic. Nice... We don't need to hit doubles. Like they, I listened to a podcast today where there's two Magic fans on, and they're like, "You got to try to get the honest. And if we fuck up, we fuck yeah. up. But the they only have way in Orlando, the only way in Orlando Magic will ever be in the finals is if we get a top five player. Like, can Jabari Smith be a top five player in the NBA? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Could Chet? I don't think so either. Maybe. He, I, I more, doubt it. More of a chance. I doubt it. But it's in play. Um. They have similar to what I said about the Detroit Pistons last offseason. They've got some like 
like, all right, that guy's okay. You know, if we get like a top 10 player out of here, they we have a like, bunch of B minus guys. Yeah. A bunch of doubles. Like you said, a bunch of like pretty all right guys. A bunch of B minus players. I think some yeah. people think Franz Wagner could be a little better than I think he could be. I like, was. Could, could Franz Wagner be my cap for him would be like, if he's like a one time all star, like third best player on the championship team. Third. Like, like Chris, second, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Yeah, that would be like his peak. Probably. Yeah, like really nice player, maybe. Two way player handles yeah. the ball well. Yeah, plays I didn't really. really hard. I remember saying last year I didn't really get what he did. He like kind of did weird. I don't know, but he's. Yeah, I'm. I would like to I, not overlook the defensive abilities and potential as much. I'm like I've watching that finals series. If you can guard the wing, I like you. I need you. I want you. Jabari can do that. He can guard the wing, but Chet can switch can guard and roll everything. He's like the best shot blocking prospect like I've ever seen. I've never seen someone with his frame coupled with his like his timing is it's perfect every time. And can move and can shoot. He can flip his hips, can handle the ball. I also think offensively, he was held back tremendously playing with Timmy. Like he did oh, not yeah, get to nightmare. show, he just did not get to show everything. his full potential. I think at a different school, Agreed. he would have been the slam dunk number one, probably had he got to really flourish. Like if he yeah. played at Auburn this year, I mean, that's a weird thing because they had Kessler. So that's not like the best comp. They would have blocked a lot of shots. Had he had Jabari's like leash, been like, "Hey, you're just gonna shoot it every fucking time. You're our guy. We're gonna go down the ship with you. You're not yeah. gonna be our fourth option on offense." The other thing to think, we're just doing the NBA draft talk now. I guess uh, I can't help it. I can't help it. Um, basically, Chet went to Gonzaga because he thought Suggs was still going to be there because they played in high school together. So reuniting them, oh, yeah, they on played. The Magic, they played it. AAU, right? They were like played high school together too, or high school. Yeah, yeah. they were sick. <laughs> um, I imagine they won some games. Yeah, uh, so that's another thing that would be another reason to link them back up. I I think you take Chet. I think I agree. I I'm coming you around to that too. You swing, I but I see no scenario where Jabari Smith is not a really good NBA player. Yeah, I don't, oh, I agree. don't want to say that. Like, who's I'd, two? Is it Houston or are they three? The no, Thunder. Oklahoma Thunder. City is two. Houston is three. So it's looking like Houston's probably going to get Paolo. Um, I don't see a scenario where he goes in the top two. Seems like that's like a kind of a distinct. I don't hate that. That's I think Houston is fine for him. I think they have a couple guards, and then I think he could play the three or four and. Be okay. It's I, don't a lot of... I, I don't know that I love Paolo as much as a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, I thought he could have been a little more aggressive, a little more assertive offensively. He's got some good parts to his game. I think he's like, a good player. Yeah. I like, like, what does he do in the, like, what's his role? Like, to me, his absolute peak would be like Julius Randle would be like best case scenario. Like, Am I wrong that he feels more like a like a wing, like a three, than like a Randall? I don't. I don't. Does he have that he, type of like? He has like a decent handle. I don't think for like a wing he has that level handle. I mean, he's 6'10", 250. Like he's he's a big man. Um, I feel like he doesn't. Yeah, have the, he's have like the, 
He's young, but he doesn't have the beef of Randall. He's not like quite as no, but you got to think he'll probably get there, I guess. But like, he's not like a sh- he's an okay shot blocker. He's not the best perimeter defender. I have questions about his shooting. She's so saying he doesn't have an elite skill. Yeah, I think for his size, if he is a big, his ball handling and playmaking is an elite skill. If he's a wing, that's not an elite skill. But if he's a power yeah, forward, he... then it is. Because like oh, yeah, he does think... have really good touch and really good feel, and like obviously that's like a thing when you're 18, like there's a lot of guys that don't see and they like are driving into spots that aren't there. Like he seems to see the court, feel the game very well, which is like his elite skill. And I'll, yes, he's got a great frame bodies, 250 pounds moves really well, strong can finish at the rim. But I just like, seems like he's a tough fit kind of on some teams. Yeah, maybe. Um, what do you read into they just didn't want to pay uh, Christian Wood or what's the deal with that? They just didn't like the fit with their guys? Or I, I think Christian Wood's a pretty good player. I think he's due for money, though, right? Uh, yeah, I also think it seems like Christian Wood gets shipped out everywhere he goes. So It, it seems, seems like, like it's maybe his it's there's problems him. The Christian Wood talent does not outweigh the Christian Wood experience, it seems. Uh, doesn't seem like he's a guy that everyone's going to bat for. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of teammates that are like, can't believe we got rid of Christian Wood. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's talented, but we'll see. And he's also just completely allergic to ever playing defense at any point in time, which not great. So, not great. All right. We'll do oh, we'll do an draft. extensive we'll do an extensive yeah. deep dive on the draft. Probably put that out Tuesday or Wednesday, so be on the lookout. Be yeah, on the lookout. On the lookout. Check that inbox. Man, I will say there's a lot, not a lot of I've gotten through most of the guys that'll go in the uh, pretty much probably everyone that'll go in the lottery not a lot of guys i would say i actively dislike so that's good i would say it's a pretty deep draft say you get some pretty quality players pretty late okay okay it's gonna be a ton like every every pick is gonna be you could take a guy that i'm pretty sure is gonna be like a seven or there's a guy that could be a 10 or a 4. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of a lot of a lot of parity in that way. Love to hear it. I can't wait to hear who those players are. Yeah. In a couple of days when we do a full NBA draft breakdown. Yeah. Prior to the draft on Thursday. Um anything else on Steph on the NBA? Joe Biden fell off his bike hilarious dude his foot got caught on the on the little that's fine i, the I little think thing. people fall he's old people fall it was fun oh i mean the video like not panning and him just falling out of frame is, oh. is perfect it's perfect yeah. <laughs> so good he's so uh, old. i'm surprised i think he could have died yeah I can't believe he can even ride a bike, to be honest with you. That's yeah, honestly apparently, the, the story. Like Apparently, he, he popped up and rode off, which is just impressive. He's like 90 years old. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, how does that guy run the country? He's got Alzheimer's and like can't stand up. Yeah, he's like literally can't talk. President doesn't matter. Nah. It doesn't matter, guys. No. Nope. Doesn't matter. No. I, uh... I finished the, the uh, season of Barry. Major cliffhanger. Lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was good. I just, I'm always left after, after it goes black. I'm always like, that's it. I want, 
feed feed me. I, yeah. Daddy wants more. I wish they were an hour long show. It's it's just not, and I want more. So, but the thing is, my point of reference because I watched them both kind of uh, parallel to one another. Then you watch Stranger Things. That's just four hours too long. They could have cut out four to five hours of so that seven hours. I mean, probably not five hours, but seems like a lot. But I mean, that last I, episode was two hours long. Did not need to be that long. I mean, no. Every episode could have been 45 minutes and the last one could have been hour 15. They could have gotten the point across. There was so much fucking wasted time. It was a lot. It was a lot. I did enjoy it, but it was very long. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the length in this case enhanced the content. Um, You did say it did get kind of jumbled a bit tough to follow. It was we were following kind of three separate. I don't know what to call them, like plot through lines through the entire thing. It was a bit hard to track, and that had to do with a lot of the length and a lot of just like throwaway stuff that didn't need to be involved. I didn't like it. I did enjoy it, though. I thought the reveal was good. I thought the build up to that was good. Although, as you pointed out, somewhat confusing, but enjoyed it. And I like, what did you think of the way they put it out? They have, they put out. A binge, a bingeable seven episodes, and then like a month or a month and a half later, another half. I think that's given like nice time to digest, talk about it, break it down, and then go again. I like it. I'm, half. I'm, I like I'm over a binge. I think. I think. I think I'm over a binge. I, I like it maybe I, just a, maybe a little an appetizer, a nice little nice little seven pack. How about how then, the boys did it? They did like three I like that a lot. Start, I think that's, and then they do week to week. I think that's smart. I think that's really. Yeah, I, I do. That is. I think that's ideal because I need like the three to like get my brain reattached. Because yeah. if I just watch the one, it'll kind of not take, and then I'm invested. Yeah, I like that a lot. But man, like this, I was just watching it, and there's just so much of it where I just they're so long. What yeah. the fuck's even happening? This doesn't even matter. Who gives a fuck? Like the entire the thing whole, with Hopper was so everything brutal. with Hopper and Joyce. Take it out. Could have had none out. of it. Could have Take literally had like a never saw him, saw that they went to Russia, don't show him ever again. And then they show up to save the day eventually. Don't need to know what happened. Honestly, don't care. Just after season three, just kill him. Fuck it. I don't even what. Yeah. I he's know. Like, he's like, I know. He's like, the he's. They don't write these shows to make the show the best show. They write it so they can sell fucking t-shirts. I know. And put all the cast on hot ones. Yeah. The way they, like the lack of creativity for like his storyline and how he was alive. And like, it was so brutal. I thought that was just like jumped down to the other level. And like the nuclear bomb that blew up in there didn't affect him. He just like jumped down seven feet lower than he was before. The lack right. of creativity for that was so bad. And he was seemingly basically totally fine. Yeah. Really, really, I don't know what to call it. Not insulting to the audience, but just like, that's he, just such a. I don't even understand. He broke his leg to get his thing off. Like, I don't even understand what he, why did, why so did he that help his... him get his thing off? It didn't even seem, because like, 
like I understand the thought is like you move your foot this way and then the thing will slide off. But whenever they showed the visual of the broken foot and the thing, it was just so obvious that that was still not going to come off. Like yeah, they that did was, not make was, it. He's going like, to like go hide in off, that. Like he would have had to like compound fracture his leg. And if he had done that, he just wouldn't have been able to walk. And he's yeah, walking and he around just, like fighting demigorgons. And then he runs away. A completely broken leg. Barefoot. He runs away and then and then uphill rides off rides off on that snow. Yeah, makes no sense. This some of the work it, it, you could have cut out the two hours or whatever it was of that entire. It was so bad. And you text when you're watching it. Yeah, let's these two guys that conspired to escape this prison. Let's put them in the same cell together. Just like yeah, zero zero of that made any sense whatsoever. It was so bad, so bad. So yeah. bad. But I thought the rest of it was awesome, though. Like, outside of that entire Russia storyline, stinks. Zero out of ten. But the rest I thought was really good. Yeah. The 11 stuff was solid. It was okay. Again, it got a little convoluted there. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention for stretches. Um, yeah, why don't you get off your phone and stop being a big yeah, dummy maybe just watch? Fuck. But again, like, even with the little... 11 stuff, like, paid off good. Like... It was fine, but it just, it just seemed a little too long. They really hammered it home in that. Hey, it's repeating. She's reliving the same. Yeah. And I feel like I'm her stuck in this fucking simulation. Now get to the goddamn point. Let's let's move it along here. Yeah. Yeah. That's Very gruesome. Old. Very gruesome season. Yeah. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. I mean, really, the kids in Hawkins was really what I was... The only thing I was super entertained by, the rest of it was kind of, yeah. Go figure. Like that's that's the show. That's what the show is good. Like whenever we get like big government agencies, no fun anymore. That's no. not fun. It's too big. Got to yeah. Keep when it they relatively season small. one was great. Season season one was great. It was kind of novel. It was new. Then they started doing the yeah, like Russian shit, and they were like it's like Russia. Fuck Russia. No. Yeah, they like took over the mall and were like infiltrating. Like we don't. That's stupid. Yeah, dumb. And they had like a a third of this season was also that. It was the worst part. Not great. Not great, Bob. But I don't know what they do. I don't. um, What's his name? One of the characters, the one that everyone thinks is gay, was on Fallon. And he said, uh, Byers, the Byers kid, the um, the one with the bowl cut. Oh, uh, yeah. Will, right? Will Byers, yeah. He was on Fallon and he said, he asked him, what, what can we expect for the second half of season four? He's like, well, we're going to have some deaths. There's some deaths. And, of course, Fallon was like fucking stroke. Just like, oh, my God. Oh, that was, this is going to go so viral on YouTube. Uh, it's, a pretty big, it's a pretty big spoiler. You guys, viral. Yeah, so he was fired up about that. This show Ooh. only exists to create clips for YouTube. What the fuck? My show is 10 years past its time. What are we doing here? Tough. Just, just put it on YouTube. Don't even have it on TV. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. So, who do you think? Give me, give me some hot takes on who you think's dying. Think we have any? Probably just none like of ancillary the kids. people. Maybe Boy, eleven. That eleven would be the only no of the kids. Hey, it's her yeah, show. I agree, but it killing any of the other kids would just feel like what the fuck. That's kind of fucked up. They're not even. They're just, they're just um, a kid. <laughs> I mean, Hopper Maybe. dying would make sense, I think. I think he uh, should have just died. If the, I mean, why in the third? Maybe. I, maybe. I think 
I think one of the older ooh the um the Duffer brothers said that um uh, I know the actor's name who plays uh Joe Keery uh Joe Keery's yeah fucking yeah, yeah. he was supposed to die he was supposed to die in season one but like everyone loved him and he like meshed so well with the cast and he like vibed with that one kid and they were like this comedy duo that everyone loved so they kept him around I think one of those older kids could die like not a part of the main core younger kids um or what about be, this he, uh this basketball captain guy you think he's gonna live I thought he could he might have died in this past in this season like he's a perfect candidate yeah. is like no one really cares about him but, but like, yeah, I th- a little arc. yeah he could die but i think he's also absolutely gonna have the arc where he comes on their like side a, realizes yeah, what's got- going on with them helps him out and then he dies probably yeah they're building him building him up to have a run in the second season yeah he's he's losing his mind a little bit um yeah just like in season three with when billy died the max's older brother i think one of the older kids that are like not essential to the maybe like maybe i don't know if any of that but like although like he was a villain for pretty much the entire time and like had a redemptive arc at the very end like i don't think they've ever killed like a main character who was yeah he's he said that like we're gonna have some deaths like they had deaths in this one it was like no one of consequence it was just like Mm -hmm. random basketball player number tertiary tertiary like side characters like yeah yeah I don't know. Oh, as soon as that little nerdy guy, I was like, dead. Oh, I wanted immediately. To like, saw first frame, dead. That guy's going to die. Couldn't wait for him to die. He was the worst. You know who you reminded me of? That guy that you sent me a TikTok of. <laughs> Boy, do I hate him. Oh, man. If uh, if you're still listening to this, um, go look up. You If you're on the internet a lot, you probably saw it. Fuck, what's his name? Maybe don't look it up. Yeah, um, it, 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 dude, it's so. so I watched. Bad. I went to it. I went to his page. I it was so bad, man. I, I thought SNL thing was bad. It just talk it about the tip, tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. It was his whole page is just a fever dream. Just my skin was off my body. It crawled off my body. Let's just say he has a Lin Manuel Miranda style song about school shootings. So. <laughs> If that kind of, oh my god, I just want to fucking kick his ass so bad. He's just such a little wormy. Like, play it, yeah, play it for the people. Land of the AR-15, home of land of the free, home of the brave. Land of the AR-15, home of kids in the grave. I struggle to find the words, keep the disposition sunny. I'm always trying to turn the unfunny things funny, but laughing feels wrong. Hypocrisy's right, I gotta say something, cause you're all pro-life unless it's taken by a gunman. 19 more tiny heartbeats stopped in the alma mater. You force kids into the world, then condemn them to slaughter. We teach our daughters how to hide when they should be learning history. Then we're surprised when it repeats itself. It's no mystery, it's indifferent. See them run when asked how to combat the madness. They don't care Bars. about their rights, they only care about their status. And they have us where they can hold us, packed in the Senate and SCOTUS enacting focus, focus, focus while we hopelessly focus on the joke that is trying to feel safe in this country. I love my home, but I don't know if we'll truly become free if we can't agree. Uncle Sam's holding a bad gun. The nation's fighting for its soul. Are we sure it ever had one? Children dying in the school. But can you tell me why? I never got to that. I t- I never got to that part. I, t- I 
fuck him because now yeah. I've been walking around. Children dying in the schools. Hey, anything what for fucking fuck? anything for TikTok views, baby. What the fuck? Yeah, that guy. I I uh, I I don't like. Oh, my kids I, in the grave. Oh, that uh, that video of him pitching himself to Lord, uh, Lauren Michaels to be on SNL was. I, yeah, someone's joked on Twitter, like, honestly, it fits in perfectly. Just couldn't be better fit oh, for this oh, fucking yeah. cheesy, lame-ass SNL now. Oh, my God. The 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 key phrase that he says here is like, laughing feels wrong. Hypocrisy's right. I got to say something. No, you don't. Please don't say nope. anything. You absolutely don't have to say anything. I implore you not to comment. We all know it happened. We Please. all know the school shooting was bad. For you don't have to say God. anything about it. Please don't make a rap about it no don't make a tiktok rap about it. that's the last thing you should do i promise make, i promise jake from tiktok we don't need it your take make a list of everything that is possible for you to do at the very bottom of it make a tiktok tiktok rap about the school shooting bottom of the list who that makes my me feel bad <laughs> TikTok's a cesspool. I don't know why I you made me get it. I I hope he gets on SNL. I I <laughs> that would be that would be funny. That would be funny, yeah. but I don't. I I like SNL. I don't want that. I don't want it Man, to go that, that, that poorly for him. There's so oh, many there's, people leaving. Are they they're fucked? so fucked. Yeah, they're so fucked. They're funniest people left. Unless Pete's they get leaving, like Kate's leaving. Kate McKinnon, Pete Davidson, Kyle Mooney, Nate. Who's in like those people are in everything? Yeah, they're their funniest. It's gonna be bad unless they get like funny, like actually funny like TikTokers or like sketch like actual. Like, they have those funny. three guys that they got from TikTok. They, they still did, like, they still do. Long. Yeah, so I assume they'll be like main cast next year. Maybe they'll be like they're, yeah, they're like the Lonely Island. They're funny. Yeah, they should do actually funny stuff. You don't you don't need to do like a Biden sketch to open the show. I fucking promise you you don't need to cold open the president please don't don't do it nobody cares please stop when i say it's been overdone the bit is dead please and the bit is always the, the same like the, the there's love. never a like a creative it's just like a reenactment an, uh, of a debate yeah it's like, there's never a like if there's some sort of premise there they it could be funny i don't know I dare you to go. I mean, it's the same thing with the Jimmy Fallon. Like, it's all. Let's let's think about this from a shareable social media perspective. Like, let's get as many people to talk about this as possible. Let's not make the funniest thing possible. Boy, boy, they, boy, are they not making the funniest thing possible? No, it's it's tough scene. I hate it a lot. I dare them an entire season. Don't cold open the president, please. You won't. They won't. I know they won't. The, the first other thing fucking... is, last two presidents, they're just way funnier in real life than you could ever make a sketch. They're of. doing the bits in real life. You you can't. They are. They're, they're... beyond parody. Like, yeah, George Bush was perfect because there was a guy that could be a fucking crazy cartoon of him and it was funnier. You also didn't see 300 clips of him every single day. He didn't have social Twitter. media. Like, I don't want any famous people bits, really. Yeah. The, the crazy famous people are funnier than the bits you make about the crazy, crazy famous people. Yeah. 
That's not sucks. That's too bad. I hope it gets better. Hope it has a renaissance with actual funny internet people. Um, anything on Barry? Any predictions? I was surprised. I was shocked, stunned. He was sold out. I think Barry in prison is going to be very entertaining, I hope. I also was- have a thought that maybe he like becomes a federal agent. They use his skills and uh, make really? him make him make him work for the good guys. Perhaps I think there's definitely a a lane yeah. there. That'd be an interesting struggle. Interesting. And we um, get into like some. Oh, the U.S. government's actually just as bad as all these murdering guys. And he's like, "Oh wow, this is actually the most fucked up thing I've ever done." Is working for the FBI type of yeah moral quandary. Yeah, I thought, like I don't. Yeah, he- Go ahead. I wonder what they're going to do with uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Susie? Sally. Sally. Yeah, because she just what... killed a guy. Yeah. She just but, beat the uh, guy Barry's, to Barry's just going to take the heat for that, I assume. But she's but mentally going to have to still know that she did kill that guy. Yeah, she definitely beat him with a bat. That was a cool scene. She that was killed cool. him. It was a soundproof like a little studio. Sound studio. Couldn't hear him. Pretty good. Beat beat him to death real good. Stabbed yeah. him in the fucking neck and it like went oh, into yeah. his eye. That was very strange. Went like yeah, a, here and then. Yeah, seems like a, not a fun way to die. Ouch. Um, the I mentioned to you that it was. I'm now that it's all over. I'm not surprised that he was caught in the end. He was set up and then caught by the FBI because just the reckless abandon he had shown killing just anyone anywhere just in the street in the broad daylight in their home without really any regard for surroundings or or anything was it was getting a bit almost like it was a like a bit at this point he just will just shoot up anywhere and then it finally caught up with him and he was caught so i'm glad he was caught in a way because it was becoming preposterous the amount of killing he was doing just in with reckless abandon without getting caught yeah, it's like it's a good show, and they uh, thought about every single decision they made, and everything was connected, yeah. and they had a good feel for where it was going. Yeah, it made sense. It made sense. Totally rarity sense. at times yeah. in the yeah. modern TV landscape. Yeah. I need a Bill Hader movie. I need him to direct a movie. Yeah, maybe I need him to stop doing the show so he has more time to do other stuff. Yeah, fuck this shit, Bill. I need a feature-length film. But then come back to Barry, though. Please get it. Get Bill Hader is Oscar. Get your futures in now, folks. Lock it up. He's like really. I mean, he has been. I can't even remember the last uh, movie he was even in. Um, <laughs> he hasn't been in very many movies in serious roles. Ever. No, he's mostly just like a bit, like side weird. He's in Superbad. He's hilarious in Superbad. Hot Rod. He's also in. You Hot uh, Rod fan? I've seen it. I'm not a, a super one of my no. favorite comedies of all time. It's funny. He's also in Pineapple Express, yeah, like at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah, I mean he's in he's in all those fucking movies. Oh, he's it. Really I guess he was like the main character in it, so that That's was a true. big deal, and that was a serious role. So That's true. Oh, he's in Lightyear. Apparently, he plays uh, that movie. Kind of Hamstan. That movie kind of creeps me out. Yeah, seems like the the snake eating its tail kind of there. Like basically the whole premise is it's the movie that Andy saw as a kid that made him want to buy the Buzz Lightyear toy. 
that's like what it is. Apparently it says that at the beginning. It's like, okay, who wanted this? Just make a new thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not, I I probably won't see it. I don't know. I have no no, desire to see it. No, (laughs) that's the other thing that I think that I was realizing that I guess I have been realizing people will be like, dude, the new Buzz Lightyear movie was bad. You're 34 years old. It's a movie for small children. It's not for you, dude. And not not to say that, like, sure, there are some kids' movies that are enjoyable for adults. And I think, in theory, if you're making, like, a Pixar movie, like, that's kind of the standard, that you make a movie that is just a good movie. So that kind of sucks. But Yeah, I guess Toy Story is all good. Watch the trailer for Buzz Lightyear and be like, I better like this. Oh, I'm I'm bummed out. This was bad. You're a grown man. You're fucking weird. Yeah. Don't do that. You're 40, man. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to not like that. Uh, newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bill Hader had a very very funny cameo. By oh, far yeah. the funniest cameo in the season. Oh yeah, I remember. Really I didn't stuff. watch it, but I do remember people really enjoying it. So. He plays. Uh, there you go three brothers named igor gregor and timor and it is funny that's very funny good bit yeah he hasn't been in a lot of stuff a lot of voice acting so you know get that fucking check yeah angry birds movie too yeah probably a sweet gig everyone saw it um really not man almost all voice acting i think bill Hader could do you know like uh we brought it up on a couple episodes ago i think he would crush in like an adam driver marriage story like fucked up like kind of yeah i mean he he definitely showed the range off this season more than the other two seasons no doubt like a tortured like fucked up guy middle-aged guy the the blow-ups because yeah the the highs didn't know if he but i mean you kind of saw in snl that he can get big and get crazy and he's not always he's gonna win a fucking oscar he's gonna win an oscar for acting and directing maybe in the same movie oh man that's hard to I'm, do i'm high on bill later right no i think he's incredibly talented but you know there's a lot of incredibly talented people with no oscar wins fucking martin that's scorsese true. didn't win an oscar for directing until he was like 70 hard to so, win an oscar folks it's tough it's, it's like tough. we're it's like we're crushing Crushing Rory for not winning a major for eight years. It's hard. It's hard to win. A lot of people want him. Everyone else people, wants to too. Yeah, a lot of a lot people of doing good stuff. Made. Yeah, a lot of movies yeah. getting made. It's true. It's true. Leo didn't win an Oscar until it was like his sixth nomination, seventh nomination, sixth nomination. Let's Tough see. one to win. People with Oscars for acting and directing. I'm gonna bet this is pretty. I small don't even list. know who that would be. Um, ooh, ooh, the um, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's a good Probably. guess. Probably, I don't. Uh, definitely has one for directing. Mm-hmm. How do we not just have some like these nine yeah. actors to do BuzzFeed? How is someone, that not a thing? Someone it seems like this for me. Seems like that is something that will Let's get a bazillion see. clicks. Who's directing? Ooh, no. I want this from 2015. It's becoming a lot more. I feel like. Do you agree that it's becoming much more com- common for? major actors to try their hand at directing i feel like that was more separate back in the day maybe i'm totally wrong about that no i think there's a lot of actors like uh yeah like clint eastwood is a good example he did it 
Warren Beatty back in the day did it. Um, I, did, I feel like I everyone's think, trying it now. Yeah, it probably there's just has so much stuff. There's so much self-made, flows. self-made stuff. You can do so much on your own. I feel like yeah. people are doing their own projects. Oh, this is not what I fucking want, dude. Oh just God. look up fucking best directors, and I don't know. Uh, let's see. Warren Beatty won an Oscar for directing. Uh, I think for acting also. Kevin Costner won for directing. I don't Ooh. think he won for acting though. He was in Dances with Wolves, right? Oh Did wait, none of these people won for acting. They all won was for that directing. Him? Yes, he directed Dances with Wolves. He was um, also in it though, right? Mm-hmm. But did not win anything for the acting. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I guess I don't think Clint Eastwood ever won for acting either. Um, hmm. Woody Allen never won for acting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna know any of these people from like pre 70s, 80s, probably. So I'm not sure. Robert Redford me. never won for acting, but he won for really. Directing. Yeah. See, that's crazy. Those that like. Acting Oscars are also so strange. Like Prominent. there's people that I've never heard of that will. It's a uh, it's a weird game. Yeah. Maybe nobody's ever done it before. Maybe my guy's gonna be the first one. Does Eastwood have multiple directing Oscars? I think he does. Mm, one for Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, um, and he also has one like eight years before that for Unforgiven. Unforgiven, yeah, he's got two. Good old Clint. What else did Ang Lee direct? Oh yeah, he has two also. I was gonna say I knew he yes he had two in like five years, six years. Ang Lee bringing it home. This is nobody riv- has won both yet. This is riveting podcast. It's okay, never well, been done. Book it. I don't know what kind of odds I can get, but Bill's doing it. Some people have been direct, have been nominated, but Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, Costner, Warren Beatty, Kenneth Branagh, Warren Beatty, Woody Allen, Orson Welles. So, very Bill Hader, small. Never directed a movie yet. You're in there probably. Pretty easy company to get into, I think. I would like to backtrack on what I've said about Bill Hader. (laughs) He he will win. Maybe nominated for both. One or the other. He'll win one or the other. Probably not for acting. Yeah, I would be... Probably not. I'd be actually pretty surprised if he won either, but let's say nominated for both. Nominated for both is a huge... That's an honor. That's an honor. I don't think Um, he's ever... Probably never been in an Oscar-nominated movie. Ooh. Inside Out. Inside Out, technically. Inside Out is a fantastic movie. One best animated feature, so technically Oscar Bill Hader. True. Already, so put it on the board. Um, um, before we get out of here, did you have a? I saw some uh, socials of you. Were you getting after it this weekend? Uh, yeah, we did a little staycation. Did a little sit by the did pool. Get a, get a hotel or something? What'd you do? Yeah, just had a little hotel downtown. Dude, it was yeah. nice in theory. This fucking rooftop was a goddamn zoo, and not in like a fun. It's a party. Everyone's up here type of zoo, but in like uh, they need like five more people working up here to service all the people that are up here. We've got like was there was there enough room? Were you like really not really crowded? There's like Mm, that's tough. 
20 loungers to lay on and more than 20 like people up there. And 75 then, people up there. Honestly, like, <laughs> then, bad, I mean, they a have like a whole set. This whole hotel was like, they thought of it as like this modern art thing. And then they forgot to put all the stuff that just makes it like a good functioning hotel in it. But there's like, dude, we got cool art on here. You just don't get it. You like, don't get it. we're never going to bring you more towels. Um, Fuck the towels. You just don't get it. It's like all the art. There was like these three like fucked up hammock laying things that no one ever wanted to lay on, but took up so no. much space. And had you just taken those out, you could have fit 10 more fucking things to sit on. There's like, nah, we're just going to waste all this space up here. Sounds and like then, you just don't get it. It's the feng shui, thing, dude. It's, you'll appreciate it's this. Okay. Some of the most, the worst bartending I've ever seen in my life. Like they didn't, they like so, just very slow or they didn't. Here's make... the issue. There was usually two bartenders back there. One of the bartenders was usually pretty good. And this other girl that was up there the whole time was, you could tell like green was new. And Every a, time I told her a drink, she said it back to me like mojito. Yeah. Like a question. Like a I question. can make you that. For sure, know what that is. I'd like, like you to okay. uh, take a lap, and I'm going to look up how to make that, and I'll get it for you maybe in a bit. It's They were trying. The other thing was the bar did not operate like a bar. There would just be a line that would form, and they would just serve people one at a time rather than like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Let me try to get a few things going at once. Let's get this thing going. It'd be, sounds like okay, a long here, line. You ordered four drinks. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to make these four drinks and no one else is going to be served while I'm making these four drinks. And we're going to wait. Hey, we're going to wait. First in, first out. You got to take care of people. Not at my bar. Let me just say this. Not at my bar. We're not, we're not having this. You got to, you got to bop around. They, um, I mean, they also, they just needed more people up there. They just needed another bartender. Uh, Especially on Saturday, there was like two people. Was there like a DJ up up there? there? What was going on? No, they, I mean, they played music, but. It was pretty whatever. I mean, it's. Were you like there alone, or you had like some? You met some people there, or what was the? Um, Me and Michaela went, and then two of her friends came up there one of the days. Saturday, we were just kind of hanging out, Um, and then we went to the Union Station, St. Louis, and did the Ferris wheel and some mini golf, which was kind of. I remember going to Union Station when I was like ten years old. I still have a weird memory of it. Was there still a Hooters in Union Station? No, it's all. They all redid it. It's all okay. Like it was now. I mean, this. This had to have been fifteen years ago. I went. Yeah, it's 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 whatever. It kind of sucks. It's like really, really, really shitty Disney World would be how I would describe it. Like it's like you really do a lap shitty. and you're like, that's kind of it. It's just like a place to walk around. There's like two restaurants. Yeah. I guess you go to the aquarium. We didn't go to the aquarium. That's like the big thing, but. It's mini golf. There's a Ferris wheel. There's like two places to eat, and then just still just walking around. Just we're not in the house. Just it's running out the clock. Just, just not. Doing... At least we're not in the house, and I don't have to talk to my family. We can just yeah walk around. How's uh how's the place coming together? Are we fully settled in? Are we we good? Yeah, pretty much. I still have a mattress that I need to take home to my mom's house, so that's kind of in the in the dining room still but okay yeah um, pretty much you mentioned you texted me maybe like a week or two ago something about there's gonna be there's a uh, emo night coming up in st louis is that happening mm-hmm. already nope it's um when is it it is maybe i might get <sighs> yeah it's coming up 
It's coming up. Also, I am going to be in Chicago on Monday and Tuesday of that same week for work. We're doing a little work. I don't know what we're doing. Something for work. People are getting together. I don't know if it'll be working or if it'll be fun or both or neither. No shot. It's it's work. Yeah, probably not. No way. Um, No way. So... I'll be up in your neck of the woods, and then we can hang out. And are they if you want to, hang- they paying for a hotel, or what's the deal? Yeah, paying for a hotel. Fuck yeah! Doing a little stipend for the airfare, not covering it completely, which is you're flying up. Oh yeah, I mean, if, as soon as they said, yeah, we'll cover your travel up to X amount of money, I was like, not gonna take the train. Gonna certainly oh, that's, that's do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it to it. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Got a fucking exit row. We're fucking. Damn, gas, bro. Baby. Yeah, Got I hit that extra 25 bucks on the fucking ticket. I don't Dude, know fucking fuck, run dude. that stipend up, baby. Get that, get that ball. Get that, get that big boy leg room. Balling. So yeah. when is that? You said it's the same week uh, as email night? July. Dude, dude let's like do 18th. it. Let's fuck around and do a podcast meetup at emo night. What do we think? Anyone mm. listening? Anyone listening that wants to wants to hang with the boys at emo night? Try, slide yeah, in my DMs. It's July eighteenth and July nineteenth, if I'm not mistaken. I think. I don't fucking know. Yeah, podcast meetup at emo night. It's on in St. Louis. Tell your friends. Where do they do it at? Do you know? Emo night? I'm not sure where it is. Where it is here? I do not know. I'm tentatively interested. I'm in, I'm interested. I have something else going on. I can't remember what it is, which is a rarity for me. I don't ever have anything going on, but we'll see. Tentatively, come check okay. out the new place. You know, do it, do it, do it. All right. Um, All right. I think that'll do it for me. I don't have anything else. What uh, What song should play us play us out of this? Probably some emo night. Probably some either Fallout Boy or like My Chemical Romance or you know any anything of the like. What do you think? Yeah, both of those are fine. All right, Fallout Boy it is. Shout out to Patrick Stump. Shout out to Pete Wentz. Shout out to Andy on the drums. I don't know his last name. The boys are playing us out. I appreciate that. We'll be back Thanks, with episode guys. episode eighty. If anyone, Pat, Pete, everyone, come on the pod. Or give me free tickets to a show backstage and you want you want to just have a hang, I'm in. Episode 80 will be our draft preview. I know everyone's been clamoring for it. It snuck up, it snuck up on us too. We'll be back. Hopefully, quick turnaround, a couple days. Episode 80, NBA draft prep preview. Until and then, Adam Sandler movie review. Of course. What's it called? Hustle? Hustle. Uh, it's a Queen Latifah movie to me, but sure, Adam Sandler. We'll probably do a NBA players rankings within that movie. Uh, 100%. A shitload yeah. of NBA players in it. So A lot of cameos. Uh, that'll be a good long episode. Stay tuned. Like the episode. Subscribe. Go watch it on YouTube. Full video up on YouTube. Also, here's another fun thing for, for the real heads. First episode of the show ever, I think, was an NBA draft preview. So is Was that right? I'm pretty sure. It all comes sure full episode circle. one was in draft might be, preview. We might so. be one year in. We also might be eating a spicy chip on that episode. <laughs> I don't, when are we going to do that? It got lost in the mail. It got lost in the mail, and I disputed it. They're like, "Nah, dude, it shipped." Is like it said it was delivered. Is like, 
mine says it wasn't delivered. So it seems like we're at a bit of an impasse here. Would we do that on the draft show? Probably not, right? No, and I don't think it'll be there in time. I ordered one again. It's like the 23rd or something it's saying. So we're going to do that at some point. Maybe when I'm up there, we'll do it in person. Ooh. We'll see. maybe Maybe we'll do an episode while you're here. That'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know if I'll... I don't know. I don't I have no idea what the schedule for all that shit is, so we'll see. But maybe. All right. Go over to YouTube, subscribe, do all the stuff, like the episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you for episode eight. Bye. Cock it and pull it.